0: for your morning all the news you need to know it's the wabc early news on 77 wabc
1: welcome to the 77 wabc early news i'm Deborah valentine with your early news along with sports weather traffic and business here's your top five at five
2: this is the top five at five.
1: Another NYPD officer has been shot. The six so far this year, two suspects in custody. Whoopi Goldbergs, she's been suspended from The View for two weeks after sparking outrage for saying the Holocaust was not about race. Russia's president speaks publicly for the first time in a month over the Ukraine crisis verbally attacking the U.S. and its allies. The head of the FBI is warning of more brazen and more damaging threats from communist China. Staten Island's DA, among those, sounding the alarm for bail reform during a rally on Staten Island. It is the sixth shooting of an NYPD officer so far this year. An off-duty NYPD cop driving to work shot in Queens last night. Random gunfire erupted at Beach Channel Drive and 62nd Street this happened about 10:20 p.m. New York City's mayor Eric Adams promising to end the gun violence ahead of President Biden's visit Thursday the president expected to offer federal support
3: So the conversation we have been having over and over again the overproliferation of guns ready to use them on individuals in blue uniforms or blue jeans They don't care. They don't care. And to see something like this happen repeatedly in our city is unacceptable.
1: The officer taken to Jamaica Hospital, he is expected to survive. Now, two suspects were taken into custody without officers discharging their weapons. The identity of the officer or the suspects in custody has not yet been released. Meanwhile, Today is the funeral for fallen NYPD officer Wilbert Moore at St. Patrick's Cathedral. The 27-year-old and his 22-year-old partner died after being shot in Harlem two weeks ago this Friday by a man with a stolen gun out of Baltimore. Despite an apology, Whoopi Goldberg is now suspended for two weeks. She caused outrage when she said the Holocaust was not about race. Goldberg claimed Nazis and Jews were both white. The View co-host made the comments on the show and then later on the Stephen
4: Colbert show Monday night, but then apologized yesterday. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race and it was instead about man's inhumanity to man, but it is indeed about race. Because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter, and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people as they know, and y'all know, because I've always done that.
1: ABC News president is Kim Godwin. Godwin tweeted, Effective immediately, I am suspending Whoopi Goldberg for her wrong and hurtful comments. Well, Whoopi had apologized. I've asked her to take her time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments. Now, some ABC insiders feel an apology is not enough and they are demanding Goldberg be fired. Russia's president has made inflammatory comments about the Ukraine crisis. Vladimir Putin said Tuesday that the U.S. and its allies have basically ignored Russia's security demands in retaliation to its troop buildup at Ukraine's border. Now, Russia is demanding a guarantee from NATO that it will not expand to Ukraine and other former Soviet bloc nations. Now, Russia fears further Western influence here. Moscow also wants the deployment of weapons from the West and its allies to stop, and deployments rolled back. U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, the House Minority Leader, says the U.S., though, needs to support Ukraine.
5: I think what we ought to be doing right now, before the invasion occurs send the Ukrainians weapons they can fight with, anti-tank, weaponry, ground-to-air missiles. Give them a chance to inflict some real damage on the Russians if they, in fact, come in.
1: And during a press conference in Moscow, Putin told reporters Russia's demands are being ignored and there's no adequate response to their key concerns. FBI Director Christopher Ray is warning of more brazen and damaging threats from communist China. The threats concern private information and intellectual property. Ray says U.S. counterintelligence investigations are opening every 12 hours. Ray added the Bureau has more than 2,000 open investigations into the Chinese government's attempts to steal private information and intellectual property. Here's Ray on NBC.
2: We are investigating, uh, opening a new China-related counterintelligence investigation. Typically, it involves theft of American intellectual property or secrets. Uh, About every 12 hours, we probably have over 2,000 of those investigations. And the
1: FBI also issued an additional warning this week to U.S. athletes ahead of Friday's start of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. Athletes have been warned to stay off of social media. China, meanwhile, is weakening its notorious firewall that blocks its own citizens from gaining access to sites like Facebook and Twitter. The FBI warned that could open Americans up to the threat of Chinese cyber
6: espionage tactics.
1: 77 WABC Time Check 507. Let's
6: head over to Mike Garcia at the traffic desk. Thank you, Deb. Well, George Washington Bridge, Lincoln, and Holland Tunnels are all good and safe to drive. Over to Cranberry at the New Jersey Turnpike, the northbound truck lanes are closed between near exit 8 and north of exit 14 due to road construction. In Long Island at Route... Uh, 25A Main Street, east and westbound at Smith and Village of the Branch. section. That section is all closed due to snow removal until 6 a.m. Over to Staten Island on the Verrazano Bridge for the lower level east and westbound, all lanes are closed due to road construction. On 5th Avenue today, there is a funeral for Office Wilbert Mora. Rest in peace to him at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Expect delays and closures around St. Patrick's starting at 10 a.m. Alternate side parking rules are suspended today for snow operations. Meters remains in effect. I I'm Mike Garcia with traffic on the 7s for 77 WABC.
1: Thanks, Mike. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, partly sunny day today, warmer, high near 47. We do have a 30% chance of light rain after 1 a.m., mostly cloudy overnight, the lows 35. Rain likely tomorrow, cloudy, the high near 43. And right now, 34 degrees, cloudy skies. And continuing with your top five at five, your fifth story, Deborah Valentine with your early news Demands that New York state lawmakers fix bail reform laws to give judges more discretion to incarcerate potentially dangerous suspects. Ahead of trial got a lot of attention on Staten Island yesterday. Joining Staten Island politicians was Staten Island D.A. Michael McMahon, who's in line with New York City Mayor Eric Adams' call to action. The D.A. called for the elimination of cash bail while allowing judges discretion to put dangerous suspects behind bars. Here is the D.A. accusing left-leaning politicians of prompting chaos in the five boroughs with left-wing criminal justice policies.
5: The call is simply this. We've got to bring balance
2: back into our criminal justice system because right now we are a little bit, uh, quite a bit, out of balance over the things that have come out of Albany and and somewhat here in the city council as well. Uh, And we need to get the balance, which is the key for ensuring public safety uh, for all New Yorkers.
1: So, New York's policy goes against federal and state practices throughout the country. Back in 2019, the Democratic led state legislature barred judges from setting bail for most misdemeanors, as well as nonviolent felonies, as part of a package of progressive criminal justice reform measures. 77 WABC time check 510. While the majority of voters polled in a key election state do not support Democratic President Joe Biden, the Suffolk University USA Today Network poll of likely Florida voters finds just over a third approve of Biden's handling of the economy and the job he's doing now more than half disapprove of Biden. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has criticized Biden over his handling of the coronavirus epidemic in the state.
0: And look, in Florida, we just anticipate hostility from this administration. That's just what they do. Uh, they They are much more interested in picking political fights
7: than they are of actually being there for the people in our state that need this assistance.
1: 30 electoral college votes hang in the balance in the Sunshine State in the upcoming 2024 election. Florida is typically among a handful of key swing states. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin Tuesday said President Biden's Build Back Better bill is dead. Opposition from Manchin and that a fellow Democrat Kirsten Sinema of Arizona have doomed the massive $1.75 trillion spending plan. Here's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki.
8: What I will note and where there is strong support moving forward across the Democratic caucus is on taking steps to lower costs for child care, for health care, for elder care, on making sure that Medicare can negotiate the cost of prescription drugs and ensuring the tax system is fair. Whatever you call that, there is strong support for that, strong passion for that, a lot of advocacy for that. And there are a lot of members having continued conversations about it.
1: Now, Manchin has repeatedly said he remains open to talks aimed at crafting a smaller bill aimed at reducing carbon emissions, creating free pre-K and increasing federal health care subsidies, all part of that Build Back Better bill. Now, Manchin's comment Tuesday highlights the struggles of the party heading into the 2024 midterms as I beg your pardon, the 2022 midterms as Democrats struggled to maintain their slim majority in Congress. Of course, the 2024 presidential election coming up, too. Former Republican President Donald Trump has amassed a staggering war chest of one hundred twenty two million dollars and counting as Trump considers another run for the White House. The support comes as the GOP enters the midterm elections, poised to regain one or both chambers of Congress from struggling Democrats.
0: 45th
9: president of the United States.
0: 45th and 47th. 47th. Yes.
1: Trump's outpaced the cash reserves of the Republican National Committee, which reported starting the year with $56.3 million remaining in the bank. And Trump, by the way, made that comment that you just heard during a golf outing about a week or so ago. And uh, Trump aides to expect him to put his war chest to use on advertisements for candidates that he has himself endorsed and also to cover the costs associated with his mega rallies. Speaking of campaign finances, new documents reveal Bush 43, former President George W. is jumping into 2022's heated Republican primary races. He's opened his pocketbook uh, to two GOP lawmakers who are at odds with former President Trump. Now, what Bush did was donate to the reelection campaigns of Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney and Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski. Bush in the past has criticized Trump and his supporters.
2: And we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home.
1: Both Cheney and Murkowski are facing primary challenges from candidates endorsed by Trump. Now, filing show, Bush actually donated a total of $5,800 to Cheney last October. That's the maximum contribution for an individual donor. In December, he gave $2,900 to Murkowski's primary effort. Both Alaska and Wyoming's primary races take place on the same day, August 16th. the mother of a 19-year-old killed by an illegal immigrant in a hit and run is speaking out against the Biden administration's new policies that allow her daughter's alleged killer to stay in the United States despite being here illegally. Here's the mother, Rhonda Exum, on Fox News.
4: Look out for the American people first, because truth be told, this was literally my first time voting and I voted for you and I feel disappointed right now.
1: And DHS Secretary Alejandro has created new rules back in September, changing the priority of what illegal immigrant criminals can be deported. All right, 77 WABC Time Check, 515, and you know what that means. Time to head over to Justin Ellick at the sports desk.
7: Thanks, Deb. That is what it means. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. We start today with news out of the NFL. As former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has sued the NFL and three teams alleging discrimination regarding his interview processes with the Denver Broncos and the New York Giants and ultimately his firing last month by Miami. In the 58-page lawsuit, Flores alleges Dolphins owner Stephen Ross treated him with disdain after Flores refused to violate the NFL's rules on tampering for the Miami owner during the team's search for a quarterback at the end of the 2019 season. Flores also alleges that the Giants interviewed him last month for no other reason than compliance with the NFL's Rooney Rule, calling the interview a sham. In, re- in, uh, in regards to the Broncos, excuse me, uh, Flores alleges a similar scenario occurred when he interviewed for their head coaching job in 2019. Something to keep an eye on this NFL offseason. Now for some local headlines as we begin with the Nets who were in the who were in Phoenix to battle a scorching hot Suns team. Brooklyn was unable to cool down the league's top team as Devin Booker poured in 35 points for the, for the Suns to help them ensure an 11th straight victory. Uh, 121 to 111 was your final score from Phoenix as the Nets will now head to Sacramento to take a shot at the Kings tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern time. After a night off last night, the Knicks are Set to host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at 7.30 p.m. Let's check in now on our three local hockey teams as they were all in action last night. The Devils aren't even really worth a rundown as they got whooped by the Toronto Maple Leafs 7-1. to They'll be off until Monday when they're set to face the Senators in Ottawa. Chris uh, Chris Kreider continued to shine for the Rangers last night as his two power play goals and an assist propelled them past the league-leading Florida Panthers 5-2. to A statement win for the Rags before they welcome in the Boston Bruins coming up on Tuesday night. As for the Islanders, they took care of the aforementioned Senators at home behind the brick wall that was Ilya Sorokin. The goaltender stopped 26 of 27 shots and route to a 4-1 Isles win. They'll be right back on the wagon tonight when the Seattle Kraken come into town. Here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC.
1: So with Tom Brady officially announcing his retirement yesterday, what's going to happen with uh, his former Patriot teammate
7: Rob Gronkowski? Oh, that's a good question, yeah. Deb. I would uh, I would imagine he would follow him into the sunset. Oh, we'll see
1: what happens, and we'll see if we're <laughs> right about that. All right, because I, I know we're like oh for 3 here on the 77 roll well, show in our listen, prediction the, so far.
7: The catalyst for Rob Gronkowski's su- success has always been Tom Brady. So if he wants to continue that, then uh, he'll need Tom by his side, I think.
1: All right, we'll see what happens. Let's head over now to Mike Garcia at the Traffic Desk.
6: All right, Deb. At George Washington Bridge, Lincoln and Holland tunnels are all still good and quiet. Some stop and go traffic at Middlesex County on Route 1 over at Edison. No surprise there. Over to Cranberry at the New Jersey Turnpike, the northbound truck lanes are closed between near Exit 8 and north of Exit 14 due to road construction. In Long Island at Route 25A Main Street, east and westbound at Smith and Village of the Branch, that section is all closed due to snow removal until 6 a.m. Over to Staten Island on the Verrazano Bridge for the lower lower level east and westbound all lanes are closed for road construction on fifth avenue there is a funeral for officer wilbert mora at st patrick's cathedral expect delays and closures around st patrick's starting at 10 a.m ultimate side parking rules are suspended today for snow operations meter remains in effect i'm mike garcia with traffic on the sevens for 77 wabc thanks mike frank morano has your business
0: report I'm Frank Moreno with your business report. Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow Jones gained 273 points. The S&P 500 rose by 31 points. The NASDAQ grew by 106 points. Nearly 47.5 million workers left their jobs last year. That's according to the Labor Department. Its Job Openings and Labor Turnover, or JOLTS report, shows 4.3 million people quit in december the overall figure for 2021 was more than 5 million over the total from 2019 prior to the pandemic america's debt is reaching a new high treasury department data says the total debt has passed $30 trillion for the first time since the end of 2019. The debt climbed over $7 trillion as Washington tried to keep the economy afloat amidst the coronavirus pandemic. The national debt has more than tripled. Since December of 2007. The White House is pushing for all major tech platforms to step up their crackdown on misinformation. President Biden's press secretary yesterday called Spotify's new COVID warnings a positive step. The streaming service said this week it would add advisories to podcasts in the wake of protests over Joe Rogan's show. He's been accused of spreading misinformation about vaccines, but continues to insist he's not trying to be controversial. He promised to balance things out better and include different opinions. The union representing the Minneapolis public school teachers is setting a vote for a possible strike. The voting will be between February 14th and 17th, according to the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers. The union would have to ratify a strike if approved by a teacher vote. And the ex-wife of Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is putting $8 million towards the National Council on Aging to ensure that growing old is equitable. The donation from author and philanthropist Baptist Mackenzie Scott is the largest gift the organization has received in its 72-year history. I'm Frank Moreno with your business. Your forecast from the Ramsey
1: Mazda Weather Center. Partly sunny day today our highs 47. We may see a little bit of light rain overnight, the low 35. Rain likely tomorrow cloudy, the high 43. And right now, 34 degrees, cloudy skies here in Manhattan. Well, crime and COVID are keeping customers away from business here in New York City. It's an unfortunate growing trend. We're seeing a lot of pro in a lot of these progressive leaning cities. WABC Radio's Lydia Serrani goes in depth now on this issue with political analyst Hank
2: Shenkoff.
8: And this is Lydia Serrani on the line with me right now is political analyst Hank Schenkoff. How are you, sir?
2: Doing great. Thank you, Lydia.
8: Talk to me about Alvin Bragg. He has met with a lot of the small business leaders. All the DAs have met with the small business leaders because if it wasn't COVID keeping the business away, now it's the crime.
2: Well, the crime is the issue today. Without uh, crime reduction, New York will clean it out even more. There are people who have been leaving. There are shootings and uh, assaults going on in parts of the city, which is where it's never been expected. The shooting the other night on 102nd Street, there's a woman on the west side who was uh, attacked with a knife and mugged on Broadway in the, I think, in the 90s. There was a shooting on 94th Street in Amsterdam. That's just in one area of the city. Now you can magnify that significantly. And who's being impacted? Business operators, small business operators. Stores are going to close and people are going to leave. Why? Because if they can't walk the streets, why should they stay in New York City?
8: Restaurant reservations in New York City are down. Restaurant reservations in San Francisco are down, but they're up in Florida. So that tells you something.
2: It tells you people are leaving expensive places to go to inexpensive places where, guess what? You're not worried about walking the streets and you don't have to worry about getting killed after you
8: John Katzmatidis likes to call the progressives regressives. What do you think about that moniker?
2: Well, we're going backwards, no, no question about it. I mean, there is nothing progressive about the kind of crime strategies the progressives have talked about. We've really defunded the police without the public being involved. We have, we're down patrol officers in New York City significantly. We're down uh, 2,500 detectives. We're down about 1,500 school safety agents. We're down seven, 800 probation officers, several thousand correction officers. If people think this is working, they're out of their minds.
8: Do you buy it that this is some sort of ideology, or is this more about possibly
3: control? No, but
2: look, the progressives uh, historically will do what progressives do. They will destroy the left, the Democratic Party. They will get rid of people who are in the center, and then the right will respond. And the tragedy of that historically has been that the right, once it comes into power, doesn't like to leave power. Now, if that's the kind of country people want, which is repressive as opposed to just one where discussion matters, And that's where we're headed.
8: Do you think that most New Yorkers, most Americans are just down the middle? They're just regular people who are sick of fighting, sick of the divisive talk and just want to live a peaceful, normal life.
2: I'm not a progressive because I didn't go to an Ivy League college. I actually worked for a living. My parents were blue collar people. Um, I know what it means to sweat. New York gave me the opportunities. Therefore, I'd like to protect that for the next generation of people, no matter their color, so they can enjoy the New York that created the life that I've been able to lead, and the lives of other people, including my children.
8: I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much, Hank Schenkov, political analyst. Welcome back anytime. And this is Lydia Serrano for 77 WABC News.
1: All right, thanks, Lydia. And meanwhile, as we know, restaurant businesses here in the Big Apple are especially hard hit. Table bookings at Manhattan restaurants are down 64% for January of this year. Now, that compares to pre-pandemic levels back in January of 2020.
2: It's the WABC Early News. Well,
1: top brass at the NYPD says officers are simply fed up. The chief of the NYPD is Kenneth Corey. He said New York's finest have absolutely had enough of guns on the streets and the revolving door of justice. The chief's comments came outside of St. Patrick's Cathedral Tuesday during the wake for fallen NYPD officer Wilbert Mora.
9: They're angry because there are so many guns in the street and there's no consequence for people who are carrying illegal guns. That you've got career criminals in possession of illegal guns, assault rifles, high-capacity magazines. They're putting themselves in danger every day to go get these guns off the street. And yet the same people that they're arresting are back out walking the street and all too often now using the guns against them.
1: Mora, 27 years old, and his 22 year old partner, Jason Rivera, died after being ambushed in Harlem during a domestic violence call January 21st, allegedly by a man with a stolen weapon. A third officer shot and killed the suspect as he tried to flee. Mora's funeral today at St. Patrick's, his partner's services were last week. Well, it is Groundhog Day 2022. Will Puxa 20 Phil or even Staten Island Chuck see their shadows? Well, if so, the famous groundhogs will predict six more weeks old man winter. Back in 2014, you might remember former Democratic Mayor Bill de Blasio famously dropped Staten Island Chuck's 10-month-old stand-in Charlotte, who later succumbed to internal injuries. <laughs> Oh, dear. All right. Meanwhile, the Staten Island Zoo is set to hold its annual Groundhog Day celebration virtually at 720 this morning. And new mayor Eric Adams, though, will not be in attendance today, of course, due to the funeral for Officer Mora. President Biden plans to visit NYPD headquarters, one police plaza down in lower Manhattan during his visit to the Big Apple on Thursday. That, according to the New York Post, now Biden's visit takes aim at surging gun violence with an expected pledge to offer federal support. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has voiced excitement about Biden's visit, recently joking that he is Biden's favorite mayor.
3: This is a great city, and I'm the Biden of Brooklyn. And I love the fact that the president is coming here. I met with him uh, after the campaign, and we spoke, and we just connected.
1: The president is expected to meet with Mayor Adams, a retired police captain, to talk about a comprehensive strategy to combat gun violence. 77 WABC Time Check 527.
6: Let's head over to the traffic desk with Mike Garcia. Alrighty, at the George Washington Bridge, Lincoln and Holland Tunnels, they're all still good and clear to go. Uh, Some stop and go traffic going on at Middlesex County on Route 1 over at Edison. Over to Cranberry at the New Jersey Turnpike, the northbound truck lanes are still closed between near Exit 8 and north of Exit 14 due to road construction. In Long Island at Route 25A Main Street, east and westbound at Smithtown and Village of the Branch, that section is all closed due to snow removal until 6 a.m. Some stop and go traffic is going on at I-275. Eastbound between the Gowanus Canal and exit 28A over to Staten Island on the Verrazano Bridge for the lower level east and westbound all lanes are closed for road construction. On 5th Avenue, there is a funeral for Officer Wilbert Mora at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Expect delays and closures around St. Patrick's starting at 10 a.m. Alternate side parking rules are suspended today for snow operations. Meter remains in effect. I'm Mike Garcia with traffic on the 7s for 77 WABC.
1: Thanks, Mike. And you are forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Pulling for a warmer day today are high near 47 with partly sunny skies. Overnight, mostly cloudy skies. The low 35. There's a 30% chance of a light rain after 1 a.m. And tomorrow, rain is likely mainly in the afternoon. Cloudy skies, the high near 43. And right now, we have a reading of 34 degrees, cloudy skies in the Big Apple. Deb Valentine with your early news. More early news, sports, weather, traffic, and business right after the break
0: entertaining and informative it's the wabc early news on 77 wabc
1: welcome to the 77 wabc early news i'm deborah valentine with your early news and also coming up sports weather traffic and business here's your top five at 5 30
2: it's the top five at 5 30
1: another nypd officer shot the sixth so far this year two suspects in custody Whoopi Goldberg's been suspended from The View for two weeks after sparking outrage for saying the Holocaust was not about race. Russia's president speaks publicly for the first time in a month over the Ukraine crisis, verbally attacking the U.S. and its allies. The head of the FBI is warning of more brazen and damaging threats from communist China over private information and intellectual property. Staten Island's DA, among those sounding the alarm for bail reform during a rally on Staten Island. All right, uh, taking a look now at your top five at 5.30. It is the sixth shooting of an NYPD officer so far this year. An off-duty NYPD officer driving to work, shot in Queens last night. This random gunfire erupted at Beach Channel Drive at Beach 67th Street, about 1020. New York City Mayor Eric Adams promising to end the gun violence ahead of President Biden's visit tomorrow. The president expected to order federal
3: support. So the conversation we have been having over and over again, the over-proliferation of guns, ready to use them on individuals in blue uniforms or blue jeans, they don't care. They don't care. And to see something like this happen repeatedly in our city is unacceptable.
1: The officer taken to Jamaica Hospital. Now he is expected to survive. Two suspects were taken into custody without officers discharging their weapons. Now the identity of the officer or the suspects that are in custody have not yet been released. And today, meanwhile, is a funeral for fallen NYPD officer Wilbert Moore at St. Patrick's Cathedral. A 27-year-old and his 22 year old partner died after being shot in Harlem about two weeks ago, two weeks ago actually this Friday, by a man with a stolen gun out of Baltimore. Despite an apology, Whoopi Goldberg is suspended for two weeks. She caused outrage when she said the Holocaust was not about race. Goldberg claimed Nazis and Jews were both white. The View co-host made those comments on the show and then later on the Stephen Colbert show Monday night. But then
4: she apologized yesterday. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race, because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter, and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people, as they know and y'all know, because I've always done that.
1: ABC News President Kim Godwin tweeted, effective immediately. I am suspending Whoopi Goldberg for her wrong and hurtful comments. While Whoopi has apologized, I've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impacts of her comments. Now, some ABC insiders feel, though, an apology is not enough, and they're demanding Goldberg be fired. Russia's president has made some inflammatory comments about the Ukraine crisis. Vladimir Putin said Tuesday that the U.S. and its allies have basically ignored Russia's security demands in retaliation in relationship rather to its troop buildup at Ukraine's border. Now, Russia is demanding a guarantee from NATO that it will not expand to Ukraine and other former Soviet bloc nations. Now, Russia fears further Western influence here. Moscow also wants the deployment of weapons from the West and its allies to stop and deployments rolled back. U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky weighing in the House Minority Leader. He says the U.S. needs to support Ukraine.
5: I think what we ought to be doing right now, before the invasion occurs, send the Ukrainians weapons they can fight with, anti-tank weaponry, ground-to-air missiles. Give them a chance to inflict some real damage. On the Russians, if they in fact come in.
1: And during a press conference in Moscow, Putin told reporters Russia's demands are being ignored and there's no adequate response to Moscow's key concerns. Well, FBI Director Christopher Wray is warning of even more brazen and damaging threats from communist China. The threats concern private information and intellectual property. Wray says U.S. counterintelligence investigations are opening every 12 hours. Ray added the Bureau has more than 2,000 open investigations into the Chinese government's attempts to steal private information and intellectual property. Here's Ray on NBC.
2: We are investigating, uh, opening a new China-related counterintelligence investigation. Typically, it involves theft of American intellectual property or secrets. uh, About every 12 hours, we probably have over 2,000 of those investigations.
1: The FBI issued an additional warning this week to U.S. athletes ahead of Friday's start of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics. Now, athletes have been warned to stay off of social media while in Beijing. China is weakening its notorious firewall that blocks its own citizens from gaining access to sites like Facebook and Twitter. The FBI warned that could open Americans up to the threat of Chinese cyber espionage tactics. 77 WABC time check 537 Mike Garcia is
6: at the traffic desk. Thank you, Deb. Alrighty, at the George Washington Bridge, Lincoln, and Holland Tunnels, all still good and clear to safe to travel. Some stop-and-go traffic at Middlesex County on Route 1 over at Edison. Over to Cranberry at the New Jersey Turnpike, the northbound truck lanes are still closed between near Exit 8 and north of Exit 14 due to road construction. An accident just occurred at the Taconic State Parkway southbound at Peekskill Hollow Road, so be careful traveling along there. In Long Island at Route 25A Main Street, east and westbound, At Smith and Smithtown and Village of the Branch, that section is all closed due to snow removal up until 6 a.m. Some stop-and-go traffic is going on at I-278 eastbound between the Gowanus Canal and Exit 28A. Over to Staten Island on the Verzano Bridge for the lower level east and westbound, all lanes are closed for road construction. As a reminder, on Fifth Avenue today, there is a funeral, funeral for Officer Wilbert Mora at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Expect delays and closures around St. Patrick's starting at 10 a.m. Also, Alternate side parking rules are suspended today for snow operations, but meters remains in effect. I'm Mike Garcia with traffic on the 7th for 77 WABC. And your
1: forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Partly sunny skies today. Warmer are high near 47 degrees now overnight. The low is 35, mostly cloudy skies. There's a 30% chance of light rain after 1 a.m. And tomorrow, rain is likely, mainly in the afternoon after 1 p.m., cloudy, the high near 43. Right now, we're holding steady at 34 degrees, cloudy skies here in Manhattan. Well, even as U.S. governors uh, held a meeting with President Joe Biden at the White House earlier this week, U.S. governors, too, giving the president bad grades. Governors gave Biden a failing or poor review and a generous D when asked to grade his White House performance. Governors cited a lack of communication, inflation and the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan back in August. Now, Arizona Governor Doug Ducey even criticized Biden's response to the border crisis on Fox News.
7: The Biden White House is really disconnected from the reality of the border. They keep talking about the Northern Triangle, Honduras, Guatemala. They're not addressing
6: the real public safety issues that are happening at the border.
1: The failing grades by governors comes as Biden's approval rating among the public hovers at just above 40 percent due to voter concerns about things like rising inflation, foreign policy blunders and other issues. Several governors also criticized the president for running as a moderate, but failing to govern that way. Well, a member of the DNC, of course, the Democratic National Committee has suggested that Vice President Kamala Harris fill the shoes of outgoing U.S. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. That suggestion went viral. Now, William Owen is a member of the DNC. He made that suggestion after Breyer announced his retirement last week. President Biden previously, though, has said Harris will be his running mate in 2024.
2: You're, you put Vice President Harris in charge of voting rights. Are you satisfied with her work on this issue? And can you guarantee, do you commit that she will be your running mate in 2024, provided that you run again?
8: Yes and yes.
4: Okay. Do not care to expand? Pardon
7: me? Do you care to expand? No, there's no need to. I mean, I asked the question. She's going to be my running mate, number one. And number two, I did put her in charge. I think she's doing a good job.
1: Now, discussion within the Democratic Party suggests that Harris is a political liability, an opinion found in her low approval ratings nationally, questions about her performance as the VP and the implosion of her 2020 presidential campaign. Well, more on the U.S. Supreme Court nomination. Surprisingly, support from Republican U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina for District Judge J. Michelle Childs to replace outgoing Justice Stephen Breyer, who is retiring. He's 83. Even Republican Senator Graham praised Childs on CBS.
2: I can't think of a better person uh, for uh, President Biden to consider for the Supreme Court than Michelle Childs. She has wide support in our state. She's considered to be a fair-minded, highly uh, gifted uh, jurist. Uh, she's one of the most decent people I've ever met.
1: Childs, one of the names being floated, the Senate Judiciary Committee quietly postponed Childs' confirmation hearing for the D.C. Circuit seat that was scheduled for yesterday, although the White House confirmed that Childs was one of the candidates being considered to replace Breyer President Biden last month nominated Childs to the powerful D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. She's an Obama appointee. A more 2020 election turmoil. A new report from The New York Times says former President Donald Trump explored proposals to use his national security agencies to seize voting machines as Trump claimed election fraud. The Department of Homeland Security told Trump it had no authority to seize machines in key swing states. And the AG then, Bill Barr, reportedly shot down the possibility of the U.S. Justice Department seizing those machines during a meeting in the Oval Office. And there's a paper trail. The proposals involving the Defense Department and the Department of Homeland Security were codified by advisors in the form of draft executive orders.
0: If these radical, vicious, racist prosecutors do anything wrong or illegal, I hope we are going to have in this country the biggest protest we have ever had in Washington, D.C., in New York, in Atlanta and elsewhere because our country and our elections are corrupt. Of course,
1: former President Donald Trump there in a statement issued after the rally. Trump also suggested that his vice president, then Mike Pence, could have personally overturned the election by refusing to count delegates in the Electoral College. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki and a reporter got into it after the reporter from EWTN, Owen Jensen, again asked Psaki about just when what uh, President Biden believes, when he believes that life begins. So a back and forth exchange ensued. Saki accused the reporter of asking the very same question every time at press briefings. You know, the president's position, he believes in a woman's right to choose. And he's spoken,
8: he's spoken to this in the past. So and I know you ask this every time you come in here, which is you're, you're absolute right. But I don't think I have anything new to reveal for you.
1: All right. Biden had said multiple times dating back to at least 2008 that he believes life begins at conception. But in September, Biden appeared to change his stance that life begins at conception while discussing a controversial abortion law in the state of Texas. Well, the entire federal prison system has been placed on a nationwide lockdown. This extraordinary measure comes after two inmates were killed and two others hurt Monday during a fight involving gang members at a federal penitentiary in Texas. Two MS-13 gang members were pronounced dead at a local hospital after the melee at USP Beaumont. The lockdown at all 122 of the agency's institutions across the U.S. was prompted by fears of potential retaliation and concern violence could spread to other facilities. Nationwide lockdowns are relatively rare, but they have been instituted three times in the past two years. 77 WABC Time Check at 5.45. Let's head over to the sports desk with Justin Ellick.
7: Thanks, Deb. Good to see you again. I know it's only been a half hour, but I know you did miss me. It's always
1: good to see you, Justin.
7: (laughs) I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. We start today with news out of the NFL as former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has sued the NFL and three teams, alleging discrimination regarding his interview processes with the Denver Broncos and New York Giants, and then ultimately his firing last month by Miami. In the 58-page lawsuit, Flores alleges Dolphins owner Stephen Ross treated him with disdain after Flores refused to violate the NFL's rules on tampering for the Miami owner during the team's search for a quarterback at the end of the 2019 season. Flores also alleges that the Giants interviewed him last month for no other reason than compliance with the NFL's Rooney rule, calling the interview a quote-unquote sham. In regards to the Broncos, Flores, Flores alleges a similar scenario occurred when he interviewed for their head coaching job in 2019. Something to keep an eye on this NFL off season. Now for some local headlines as we begin with the Nets, who are in Phoenix to battle a scorching hot Suns team. Brooklyn was unable to cool down the league's top team as Devin Booker poured in 35 points for the Suns to help them ensure an 11th straight victory. 121-111 to 111 was your final score from Phoenix, as the Nets will now head to Sacramento to take a shot at the Kings tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. After a night off last night, the Knicks are set to host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at 7.30 p.m. Let's check in now on our three local hockey teams as they were all in action last night. The Devils aren't even really worth a rundown as they got whooped by the Toronto Maple Leafs 7-1. They'll be off until Monday when they're set to face the Senators in Ottawa. Chris Kreider continued to shine for the Rangers, netting his 33rd goal of the season last night as his uh, two power play goals that he registered last night and an assist propelled them past the league-leading Florida Panthers 5-2. A statement win for the Rags before they welcome in the Boston and Bruins coming up on Tuesday night. As for the Islanders, they took care of the aforementioned Senators at home behind the brick the brick wall. Excuse me, that was Ilya Sorokin, the goaltender. Stopped 26 of 27 shots and routed to, to a four to one Isles win. They'll be right back on the wagon tonight when the Seattle Kraken come into town. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77
6: WABC. All right, Justin and Mike Garcia over at the Traffic Test, Mike, what have you got? Well, there was an accident that just occurred on the George Washington Upper Level inbound on the Manhattan side 9A. The right lane is blocked uh, and the traffic is stopped at the toll. So people, please be careful driving around that area. Some stop and go traffic at Middlesex County on Route 1 over at Edison. No surprise there. Over to Cranberry at the New, New Jersey Turnpike, the northbound truck lanes are closed. Still closed between near exit 8 and north of exit 14 due to road construction. An accident also occurred earlier today at the Te- Connick State Parkway southbound at Peekskill Hollow Road. In Long Island, at Route 25A Main Street, east and westbound at Smith Smithtown and Village of the Branch, that section is all closed due to snow removal up until 6 a.m. Uh, some stop-and-go traffic is going on at I-278 eastbound between the Gowanus Canal and Exit 28A. Over to Staten Island, the Verrazano Bridge for the lower level east and westbound, all lanes are closed for the road construction. Reminder, Uh, Today on Fifth Avenue, there is a funeral for Officer Wilbert Mora at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Expect delays and closures around St. Patrick's starting at 10 a.m. Also, side parking rules are suspended today for snow operations. Meters remain in effect. I'm Mike Garcia with traffic on the 7th for 77 WABC.
1: All right, thanks, Mike. And your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, partly sunny today, warmer, high near 47. Overnight, the lows 35, mostly cloudy skies with just a 30% chance of light rain after 1 a.m., Rain becomes likely tomorrow, mainly in the afternoon, cloudy the high near forty three. And right now we've actually lost two degrees down to thirty two and partly clear skies. Frank
0: Morano now has your business report. I'm Frank Morano with your business report wall street at the closing bell the dow jones gained 273 points the s&p 500 rose by 31 points the nasdaq grew by 106 points nearly 47 and a half million workers left their jobs last year that's according to the labor department its job openings and labor turnover or jolt's report shows 4.3 million people quit in december the overall figure for 2021 was more than $5 million over the total from 2019 prior to the pandemic. America's debt is reaching a new high. Treasury Department data says the total debt has passed $30 trillion for the first time since the end of 2019. The debt climbed over $7 trillion as Washington tried to keep the economy afloat amidst the coronavirus pandemic. The national debt has more than tripled Since December of 2007, the White House is pushing for all major tech platforms to step up their crackdown on misinformation. President Biden's press secretary yesterday called Spotify's new COVID warnings a positive step. The streaming service said this week it would add advisories to podcasts in the wake of protests over Joe Rogan's show. He's been accused of spreading misinformation about vaccines, but continues to insist he's not trying to be controversial. He promised to balance things out better and include different opinions. The union representing the Minneapolis public school teachers is setting a vote for a possible strike. The voting will be between February 14th and 17th. According to the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers, the union would have to ratify a strike if approved by a teacher vote. And the ex-wife of Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is putting $8 million towards the National Council on Aging to ensure that growing old is equitable. The donation from author and philanthropist Mackenzie Scott, is the largest gift the organization has received in its 72-year history. I'm Frank Moreno with your business report. The WABC Early News.
1: Hi, right, Deborah Valentine with your early news. Well, top brass at the NYPD says cops, they are fed up. The chief of the NYPD is Kenneth Corey. Now, he said New York's finest have had enough of guns on the streets and the revolving door of justice. The chief's comments came outside of St. Patrick's Cathedral yesterday during the wake for fallen NYPD officer Wilbert Mora.
9: They're angry because there are so many guns in the street and there's no consequence for people who are carrying illegal guns. You've got career criminals in possession of illegal guns, assault rifles, high capacity magazines. They're putting themselves in danger every day to go get these guns off the street. And yet the same people that they're arresting are back out walking the street and all too often now using the guns against them.
1: Mora, just 27 years old, and his 22-year-old partner, Jason Rivera, died after being ambushed in Harlem during a domestic violence call on January 21st, allegedly by a man with a stolen weapon. A third officer shot and killed the suspect as he tried to flee. Mora's funeral today at St. Patrick's. His partner's services were held last week. Well, today, of course, February 2nd, it is Groundhog Day 2022. And will Pucks of Tony Phil or Staten Island Chuck see their shadows? Now, if so, the famous groundhogs will predict six more weeks of old man winter. Back in 2014, a former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio famously dropped Staten Island Chucks 10-month-old stand in Charlotte, who later succumbed to internal injuries. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, the Staten Island Zoo is set to hold the annual Groundhog Day celebration virtually at 720 this morning. Of course, uh, Mayor Adams, though, will not be in attendance due to the funeral of Officer Mora. Well, President Biden plans to visit NYPD headquarters, one police plaza down in lower Manhattan during his visit to the Big Apple tomorrow. That, according to the New York Post, Biden's visit taking aim at surging gun violence with an expected pledge to offer federal support. Mayor Adams has voiced excitement about Biden's visit recently, joking that he is Biden's
3: favorite mayor. This is a great city and I'm the Biden of Brooklyn. And I love the fact that the president is coming here. I met with him uh, after the campaign and we spoke and we just connected.
1: The president expected to meet with Mayor Eric Adams, a retired police captain himself, to talk about a comprehensive strategy to combat gun violence. Well, There are allegations of remote cheating by students at the elite Stuyvesant High School. Now, according to a report, remote learning led to routine cheating at Stuyvesant by 79 percent of last year's senior class members. A 2021 Stuyvesant graduate told the New York Post that working from home simply made it too tempting to cheat. The school has produced four Nobel laureates since its founding and consistently ranks as one of the country's premier public high schools. Well, the Trump Organization's lawyers have filed a legal response to New York Attorney General Letitia James accusing her of breaking FEC and state laws. Now, they claim James campaigned on taking down Trump and his family before she had any evidence of wrongdoing. James is accused of making claims, including allegations of money laundering, without any evidence. In an exclusive interview with DailyMail.com, Eric Trump slammed the New York AG as vicious and said she should be disbarred and removed from office. The family claims she colluded with former Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. to run parallel criminal and civil cases, which they say prevents a fair trial. We are in the midst of another great challenge, and the Trump administration's thinly veiled efforts to only allow those who meet their narrow ethnic, racial, and economic criteria to enter is a clear violation of the laws. And the. Trump's claim that James broke federal election commission rules, which ban campaigning on the promise of a criminal investigation. All right. Turning to New York governor, Kathy Hochul, who said she cut embattled Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg, some slack after putting him on notice last week over growing concern that his office's lax crime prosecution policies are contributing to a rise in big Apple gun violence. Now, Ockel defended the DA's short time on the job, asking New Yorkers to give him a grace period.
8: Cut some slack. He's only been on the job uh, a quarter of the time that I have, and I've been on the job a very short time. So let, let him work with the district, other district attorneys. I know they have conversations. Let him work with NYPD and the mayor to identify areas that they need to have prosecutions and work together.
1: All right, Hochul there, and she pointed to Bragg's appointment of Peter Pope as his new executive assistant district attorney for gun violence prevention just days after the Harlem killings of two NYPD officers. And uh, Bragg met with Mayor Eric Adams and the city's four other DAs on Monday, releasing a joint statement afterwards declaring safety and justice are not mutually exclusive and must go hand in hand. It echoes the line Hochul used last week after her private sit down with rag all right 77 wabc time check 557 mike garcia keeping an eye on things over at the traffic desk mike what have you got
6: all righty, well a lot has been going on as of late as we just as we know. An accident occurred a few moments ago at the George Washington Upper Level inbound at the Manhattan side 9A blocking off the right lane. So try to ensure that you stay on the left and center line on that. At the Harlem River Drive southbound between 2nd Avenue, 125th Street exit 19 and exit 18 there's some stop and go traffic going on. But uh, slowly and surely, the traffic is still being cleared around that area. Some stop and go traffic at Middlesex County on Route 1 over at Edison. No surprise there. Over to Cranberry at the New Jersey Turnpike, the northbound truck lanes are still closed between near Exit 8 and north of Exit 14 due to road construction. An accident also occurred at the Taconic uh, State Parkway southbound at Peace Hollow Road moments ago as well. In Long Island at uh, Route 25A Main Street, east and westbound at Smithtown and Village of the Branch, that section is all closed due to snow removal up until I'd say in the next few minutes. Stop and go traffic is still going on at I-278 eastbound between the the Gowanus Canal and exit 28A. Over to Staten Island, on the horizontal Bridge for the lower level east and westbound, all lanes are still closed for road construction. As a reminder, on 5th Avenue, there is a funeral for Officer Wilbert Mora at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Expected delay and closures around St. Patrick's starting at 10 a.m. Also, the side parking rules are suspended today for snow operations. Meters remains in effect. I'm Mike Garcia with Traffic on Se- traffic on 7s for 77 WABC. And
1: your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Partly sunny skies today are high near 47. Overnight, a 30% chance of light rain. Rain, the low 35. Rain becomes likely tomorrow afternoon. Cloudy skies and a high near 43. Right now, right at the freezing mark, 32 degrees, mostly clear skies. We're working our way to the Bernie and Sid in the morning program coming up at 6 o'clock. And, oh, look who's in the studio, none other than Sid
9: Rosenberg morning, Deb Valentine.
1: How are you? I'm good. I understand you have a couple of uh, huge guests today. We on the do. Show.
9: We've got uh, Tom Brady and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Not really. No, we've got uh, Nicole Maliotakis, of course, is going to run against Max Rose again. And uh, she's going to come on and talk about crime in the city, bail reform, all that stuff. And then, of course, every Wednesday, we speak to the great Congressman Peter King. So, Maliotakis and King, and all the big stories you want. With two great personalities, me and Bernie, coming up next.
1: All right, so keep it here to 77 WABC for a pack. Bernie and Sid in the morning show. Well, number 12, hanging up his cleats for a good really quickly. And before his decision to retire, Brady had said he could see himself possibly playing until at least the age of 50.
9: I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so
1: you know, we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. All right. And during his storied career, Brady, of course, winning seven NFL championship titles. Deb Valentine with your 77 WABC early news. Keep it here to 77 WABC for Bernie and Sid and the early news tomorrow morning at five.